Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I've been really excited for this because I think... You guys voted for a good one. I think they do usually get the best one on the vote. Yeah, I try... When is it because I'm wording them for the one that I want? I thought that when I was writing the titles, I was like, I'll make this one sound the most fun. <laughs> yeah. Super fun murder time or someone got killed. Which one, one week they're going to defy us and just go for the shit one. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you did vote for Bodies Make the Best Fertilizer, did you call it? Something like that. And this is the case of Dr. Samuel Pereira. And the research at this minute comes from a book called Doctors Who Kill, Not Killer Doctors by Kenneth. Don't confuse the two. Never confuse the two. And Kenneth didn't even, this guy didn't feature on his radar, so he missed a trick. But this is Doctors Who Kill, Profiles of Lethal Medics by Carol Ann Davis. So, Samuel Pereira was born in 1943 in Sri Lanka and he studied medicine. Uh, now this bit, like straight away, these sound completely ridiculous to me. I assume they're real things, but it just sounds like if you were making a joke CV, this is what you'd put because he studied at Colombo University. Yeah, that sounds fake. And did oral biology. Yeah, that sounds creepy it's like oh yeah i'll make a joke cv like yeah i studied at the university <laughs> of investigating and i did a degree in vagina walls yeah <laughs> but yeah so Columbia university oral biology which is obviously dentistry oh that must be in my subliminal because i've just been watching ghost town before i came out the film yeah ricky gervais yeah I love where that he's film. a dentist like how really weird like that it. i would choose some random dentist film so, oh yeah, I, put, I was like, what am I reading? I thought he specialised in the technique of how's your father diagnosis. Like, that's his innuendo CV, I reckon. <laughs> um, so he then moved to England and he studied dentistry in Newcastle University and he let a, met a lady there called Danica and they got married after she converted to Catholicism, of course. And then by the 1970s, he was living with her in Wakefield, big up to Wakey, lecturing in dentistry at Leeds School of Medicine and he had two daughters. So it's said that he expected to have hero worship from the women in his household, that they should always be waiting on him. He was never wrong. Sounds like Phil Park. Very much like that, a little bit. So in 1981, Pereira decided that his women folk weren't quite doing it for him and he decided to adopt a girl from Sri Lanka. So he went over there and he bought a 10-year-old girl 
from a poor family. That's so weird. Not even a childless, like a parentless child, just, Mm. I want that one. Yeah, paid for it. They needed, like, they just exploited their desperation, I guess. Apparently they lived in, like, a straw house. That's the problem with these foreign adoptions sometimes, that it's not actually kids who need adopting, it's families who want to make money. Madonna. (laughs) Does she take them from ones who have parents? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm sure I heard something. Until she tells me otherwise, we don't know. I know she's a big fan of the podcast, so I'm sure she'll write in. She doesn't use the new (laughs) Apple Podcasts. (laughs) It's fucked up. So he bought a girl there and he changed her name from Nilanthe to Philomena because he didn't want to look weird in England. (laughs) Philomena. I don't think it was that common even in the 70s. Um, And it's thought that he bought her with the intention of making her the slave in the household. So instead of always getting his daughters to do stuff, she would be the main skivvy. And he was often known to refer to her as being the jungle girl because of her family's humble living situation. So two years passed and neighbours saw her with the family and they all said that they used to feel sorry for her because she always looked dejected and she didn't seem to be getting taught much English. She's basically Cinderella. Yeah, they really weren't. It didn't seem like they were interacting with her much. And then nobody saw her at all from November 1983 onwards. So people would ask about her because this, um, and they were always told that she had been locked in her room by Pereira for making eyes at men or giving the glad eye, as my mum would say. <laughs> I mean, she's a 12-year-old girl. I don't know how... Yeah. What she's... Unless she's thinking someone fucking... Unless she's trying to, like, Morse code blinks, save <laughs> me at people. So by April 1984, people were coming becoming increasingly concerned... So the family said that Philomena had been sent back to Sri Lanka at this point. Which I guess she kind of might believe. But luckily, um, people just didn't accept that and they contacted the police. That's good. They're like, well, we've not seen her for months and months and months and now you're saying she's gone back. They must have, happened. Yeah, they must have been really suspicious about that guy. Yeah. He, yeah. he can't have had that good a reputation for no. you to immediately think he's done something dodgy. Yeah. So when police went to investigate, they noted how little respect Pereira showed his wife and daughters when he ordered them out of the room so the men could talk. And then he, they listened to him as he told the story that he'd taken Philomena to visit his brother in Sicily and then from there sent her back to Sri Lanka. So the police looked into that and it transpired that Pereira hadn't been to Sicily to see his brother at all. He hadn't left the country. And police began working on the theory that Pereira had sexually abused Philomena and then murdered her to cover it up, though they had no evidence of this. Mm. It was just, he's fucking wrong and So 4th of February 1985, a colleague of Pereira was looking through his drawers, looking through Pereira's drawers, like, I don't know what for. What at work? Yeah. Yeah. Usually, well, if I'm do, I do that all the time for a staple gun. Yeah. Usually, <laughs> you never find it. And he found when he was looking through drawers, he found a human jawbone and <gasps> fragments of skull inside what? a big envelope. I guess he's a dentist, though. It's but not... skull, you shouldn't really have. Yeah. Well. When he saw that, he was like, I'm going to go looking a bit more. So he started digging around and he then found three different containers. No, he didn't. 
And then he then found some different containers which had decalcifying fluid with pieces of bone in them. So they were obviously going to be disintegrated. Mm. And I looked up, just like, I thought, ooh, decalcifying fluid. This must be a dentist-specific thing. It's just fucking acid. Oh. You can buy it also. Well, you, you Wilco sell some sort of decalcifying thing. I should have been, like, melting bodies for years. <laughs> it's not that hard. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um... So the police were called then. So, I mean, everyone was really suspicious about him because, like you say, even his colleague was, like, called the police when he found it. Yeah, he must have been super creepy. So Pereira was taken into custody and because they believed he was attempting to dispose of a body, they searched his home and dug up his garden. And within his home, they noticed three large plant pots that contained small withered geraniums, which was odd why we've got such huge plant pots for these tiny shitty plants. Mm. So they also noted that there was like a weird decaying smell around. So they tipped up the pots and inside one of them was an entire human spine. Oh my God. And the other two both had large chunks of decomposed human flesh oh no but don't worry Luz he's got a perfectly good explanation for this <laughs> he said he'd just been trying out some new fertiliser <gasps> and he'd just put a load of pork in the plant pots I feel there is a little bit of false advertising here because clearly bodies didn't make the best fertiliser I'm sorry I apologise because no. those plants were withered to shit yeah, and he said the bones in his office were just an experiment that he was trying out with legitimate medical samples, which I've used that excuse before. Like, if um, a lot of... So, like, I eat an apple in the car, and then I just leave the the core there till it goes absolutely rancid. And when people say, I'm like, it's an experiment! I want to see what will happen! Or mouldy mugs in my classroom, I have loads of those. I'm like, it's an experiment for the children! <laughs> it's really dangerous. <laughs> so then the lab results returned on those samples showed that the bones belonged to a girl between the ages of 12 and 15, and Philomena was 12 at the time of her yeah. disappearance. So he then tried to say that he'd been to Sri Lanka and bought a body there and brought it back in his hand luggage for dissection. Oh, yeah, because that's going through customs, isn't it? Exactly. So I assume that's why he didn't say... He had to say it was in his hand luggage because they'd be like, well, why didn't you... Like, why wasn't it... They would have known if you were bringing a body back. Yeah. Because you would have had to have checked it in. So Mm -hmm. it was like... But then how the fuck would he have been like... Which airline is he flying with (laughs) that you're allowed a whole human corpse in your hand luggage? Yeah. Some of them don't even let you take your handbag. (laughs) Do you imagine jamming it into the weird tester things? But everything goes through the scanner anyway. I'm sure it'd come up with... And don't they show living tissue on those well, he was lying so yeah, we haven't even been to Sri Lanka either had they? well the police weren't they still made inquiries and they asked at the med- university where he said he'd bought the samples from because apparently that is a thing you can do and Ooh. he hadn't done that it proved to be false so in the 11th of March 1986 he was jailed for life for this murder though we, there is still no evidence or known for like how it actually happened or what mm. from what i can see he was caught out because they found it but other than that what really went down so we don't know if know. it was maybe planned or he just got angry we and killed know. her or... but his wife was also jailed 
because she covered up for it a lot because mm. she was the one telling people she's gone back to Sri Lanka, she's locked in her yeah. room. So obviously she knew, which would suggest that maybe an accident had occurred that they were both trying to cover up or she was terrified of him. That's the thing. It's a bit of a, a weird one because if she was genuinely terrified of him, but I mean, she could leave him. She could leave him. Um, another interesting... Well, the only other thing I found about it was that um, a couple named Alan and Susan Sykes, they bought the house that Pereira had lived in in 2000, but they didn't find out that the uh, the murder had happened until they saw it while they were watching a documentary on Channel 5 about the killings. No. Then the house popped up. So oh, my God. They tried to sue for damages to the previous sellers because they said, oh, we, we couldn't live there. We had to sell the house at a loss. So you owe us that for not telling us. You but, could live there. Well, exactly. I don't think... It wasn't there was, under the floorboard. I don't it? think they were successful because it's basically buyer beware. Like, they, you're under no obligation to tell people about the history. Do you have to the tell house. them if there's a ghost? No. No. You, if you tell them there's a ghost, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I wouldn't want to buy it. If someone said... Well, I wouldn't want to buy it if someone said there's a ghost there. But then I would think, if you're telling me there's a ghost there... What are you really hiding? It's just setting up so you can continue living in the loft and be like, it's just the ghost. (laughs) Not me. Thanks for voting, guys. Thanks for listening and have a good week. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.